Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. Show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Halt and Catch Fire. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 9, titled Search. Okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode, lots to talk about here. First and foremost... Comet, despite the fact that one of their founders has tragically died way too soon, they're actually doing pretty well. They're actually chugging along nice. It's been a few months. They're performing well. They're doing better than ever. Uh, Cameron started working there in Gordon's absence. They're on the eve of their big relaunch. Joe put together a commercial based on all the video interviews he did. Haley's in it. Gordon's in it. Uh, It's this nice little thing. He gives a nice speech about how he once told Gordon that computers aren't the thing. They're the thing that gets us to the thing. It's a wonderful time. Comet is best it's ever been. But there's one last little hurdle to get over. Just one tiny thing. Uh, So there's a new browser coming out called Netscape. It's the hot shit right now. Everyone's talking about it. It's gonna be a big deal. And Joe's like, okay, we have to be optimized For Netscape. We have to make sure that Comet runs perfectly on Netscape. And everything will be great. Everything will be perfect. We need to make sure this runs as smoothly as freaking possible. Because Netscape's going to be the next big thing. And so Cameron stays on just a little while longer. To get this situated. Joe bribes her with a centipede machine. And Cameron just has to... Just has to string herself along a little bit longer. By the way, this entire time, she's been holding off all of her other stuff with Alexa. You know, the things that she really, really is excited about. Like, this is just an obligation for her. And she's not, like, living and breathing Comet the way Joe is. And at some points, Alexa is like, hey, uh, what are you still doing here? I've been talking to you up to people. You need to make appearances. You need to start chugging along on this new shit you're doing. Like, you need to get going and get out of this box you're in. Uh, But Cameron's still plugging away at the Netscape optimization. Uh, She and Joe are having lots of fights over this. They're clashing a bunch. Uh, It's just a lot of what we are seeing between Joe and Cameron in this episode is their relationship essentially imploding 
over them having to work together on this Netscape thing. Because this Netscape thing, it is so high demand and Joe is so forceful about it. Like, no, we need, we, you need to be working on this. You need to be working on this and only this. Uh, you only have two days. Go, 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 go. Uh, and Cameron does do a lot of good work. Uh, she's able to get her hands on a Netscape beta. She's able to optimize it fairly well. And then a new beta link comes along. And at this point, like, Comet's running so-so. So the new beta comes along. She goes in on that link, sees Comet, and how that runs on the new beta, and is like, oh my god, this runs perfectly. It's perfectly optimized for Netscape. And she and Joe are like, doing all of these plans, like how to best promote the Netscape deal and all that. And then they notice a little section on the toolbar that says... Net directory. And they click on that. And what do they find? But Yahoo. And Cameron's like, oh, what is this? This is awful. Like, this is nothing even close to Comet or Rover or whatever. But Joe kind of has this little light bulb go off in his head and realizes oh shit it doesn't matter if we're better they're on the toolbar of freaking Netscape they won we don't exist we're dead in the water it's over And by the way, I find it very, very funny that the thing, (laughs) the thing that topples Comet in this search engine plotline, the thing that topples Comet is freaking Yahoo, which was a big deal in the 90s, but fast forward 25 years later, fast forward to 2019... And it's now become a punchline. I find it very very funny that that's how Comet fell is something that just a couple decades later became the industry punchline in comparison to Google. Like I find that really, really hilarious. Uh, but Joe now knows for sure Comet is dead. Comet is done. No, like, Comet can't possibly compete with a search engine that's literally on the toolbar of the next big browser. And Joe, in his frustration, like, he hears Gordon's wristwatch going off in his office again, which has been... It's been doing that for a long-ass time now, because it goes off whenever Gordon had to take his meds, and Joe doesn't have a key to the office, so he can't get in and deactivate the wristwatch. And at this moment, when he's just at peak frustration, 
knowing this thing he slaved over months and months and months on is dead in the water. He just takes a chair and throws it into the freaking glass door and then just walks in and is like, boop, wristwatch off. And then Joe and Cameron, in the midst of all of this, realize, you know what? Not only is Comet dead, but, uh, this relationship isn't working, is it? And Cameron decides to leave. Cameron decides to walk out. She goes to this conference that Alexa's been talking out. She goes to this conference that Alexa's been talking up a bunch. And Joe and Cameron are officially broken up. So the trains have collided. The dynamite has gone off. To use Gordon's really shitty metaphor. To use Gordon's absolute train wreck of a metaphor. (laughs) So, yeah. Everything's kind of imploded over in Joe's neck of the woods. Uh, Meanwhile, Donna... She's kind of in this state of just not sure what to do with herself. She's kind of in this state of not really knowing what she wants. Because it's been a few months since Gordon died. Uh, She took the summer off to be with her daughters. Which makes sense. Like, you know, that's what you do. A loved one dies. Your kids are heartbroken. You take some time off to be with them. Even Diane understood that. But then the summer ends, and the kids are fine-ish. Hell, Joni's going on this big European vacation. And Donna is just swimming a bunch. Donna is just in the pool all the time. And never leaves. And Diane literally comes to her and is like, Look, be managing partner. Don't be managing partner. Makes no difference to me. But just make a freaking decision. Because <laughs> remember, before all the Gordon stuff happened, Donna was offered managing partner. And she put that shit on the shelf. So... Now she has to make a decision. Now she has to go back to that and be like, do I want this? Do I not? I don't really know. Uh, Cameron comes over at one point and Donna's like, I don't know. I just, I kind of want to work on something. I haven't had an original idea in forever. But eventually Donna decides, screw it, I'm ready. And goes in for her first day as managing partner. And I especially love this scene where Donna sits down in her first meeting and freaking Trip is like, well, Yahoo's on the search bar, so Comet's dead. And, uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna shut a rover or whatever. Uh, we'll sort of gut that, sell what we can. Fortunately, it's algorithm-based, so there are people who would be potentially interested in that. Uh, there's a medical index that is really, really interested in the rover algorithm. For those of you who don't remember, Rover started 
as a medical indexing site. What poetic justice <laughs> that Donna took Rover and was just like, no, you're indexing the web now. And now, <laughs> now it's sort of come back around. And after Rover is crashed and burned, thanks to Yahoo, which again, two and a half decades later, laughing stock of the industry. That particular hostile takeover did not age well. <laughs> Frickin' Joe McMillan's rolling over in his grave. <laughs> the grave being the fact that his show's not on anymore. And it's just like, what the hell? Did you, this is what beat me in 1994? What's going on here? <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> I should have waited for Google! <laughs> uh, but yeah. Donna hears the whole Yahoo stuff. And then just starts making fun of the name. And laughing hysterically. Making trips exclaim Yahoo over and over and over again. And it's... It's this kind of off-kilter... Very unfortunate, but also kind of darkly humorous at the same time scene. It's weird. Like, you feel so many emotions in just, like, this one little bit. Like, there's so many ways you can analyze this. Uh, so that's what's happening with Donna. And the kids are, again, doing fine-ish. <laughs> uh, I already said Joni goes off on this European vacation. And she has a nice goodbye with Haley. And a not-so-great goodbye with Donna, where she's like, Ah, just stay! Why do you have to do this? Uh, because Donna is sort of spiraling in this episode and not sure what to do with herself. Haley is having a much worse time. Because... Uh, she's also kind of in a bit of a spiral, not sure what to do with herself era of her own. Uh, she's not a comet anymore. That's completely done. And Jill at one point shows her the commercial that she and her dead dad are in. She reacts to it very, very negatively. And just throws a fit and storms out. And it's just very much... I feel like she's just kind of done with the whole thing. Uh, she never flat out says it in this episode. But I think... I think she... As someone who started Comet with her father. After her father died. I think what's going through her head is... This is the thing I did with dad. Now dad's not here anymore. I don't want to be a Comet. She never flat out says that, but that's sort of, that's sort of what I'm getting out of it. That's sort of what I'm getting out of this whole exercise. That's sort of what I'm getting out of these whole outbursts, this whole stage that Haley's in. And honestly, it is understandable. <laughs> like, 
If I started a company, well, okay, let's assume for a couple minutes that my dad was not a piece of shit. But if I, <laughs> if I started a company with my not piece of shit dad, and then my not piece of shit dad died suddenly, I would not want to go back to that company. Like, I just wouldn't. Like, there'd be too many memories. There'd be too many triggers there. Also, in what is the most wholesome and then very much heartbreaking scene. This roller coaster of emotions. Where Haley finally gets the courage to ask the freaking fast food lady out. And it starts out nice, you're like, oh, yes, finally, you're doing it. So happy for this kid. And she's, like, stammering and trying to get the words out. Do you want to go to the movie with me? Blah, 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 blah. And then the fast food lady is just like, um. And then smash cut to Haley just bawling in the car. It's like, oh, oh, that hurts. That's just, that's insult to injury, quite frankly. Not gonna lie. It's very much, she didn't need that right now. (laughs) She really didn't. Like, her dad died she has constant reminders of freaking Comet. She's in a bad place just generally. And then she finally works up the courage to ask out this girl she likes. And she just got flat out denied. Like, that's just... Ugh. Ugh, the sympathy pains. The sympathy pains are strong with this one. Oh, also, Boz... Gets a clean bill of health. Remember a few episodes ago where he almost died? Well, it turns out he's not almost dead anymore. And his doctor is just like, yeah, you're good. And if you take care of yourself, you'll live well into the 21st century. Which blows Boz's freaking mind. <laughs> like, Boz thinking 21st century. Like, it just... He can't fathom it. He cannot possibly fathom (laughs) the coming of the 21st century. It's like just, oh, jetpacks and robot overlords. Like he just, it's delightful to see Boz just on this high throughout the entire episode. And he's like just going around and is like, hey, Diane, let's start, let's start actually living and let's start doing some us stuff, and, oh, uh, I found this old Cardiff radio, I want to see if it still works, like, the entire episode is him just on this high, oh, I'm cleaning the garage, so it's, like, completely spotless, just this whole, this whole episode is Boz just on this high from being told he will live into the 21st century, and it's just delightful to see that, like, he got so close to death, earlier this season now he's just like yeah you'll live a few more years and everything will be fine like and he's just 
run around like just with this new with this second wind almost like yeah like this is the boost he needed to sort of push him just a little bit further get him like back on top of the world as he usually is and as he is most comfortable being uh but yeah that's the penultimate episode of the series we only got one more. We just got the finale. We just got the finale, and then we're done with Halt and Catch Fire forever. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to stop talking, and I'm going to wait till tomorrow. Because... Because, damn. Shit's about to go down. Uh, th- This ends in a way, and I love the finale of this show. I, I really, really do. So, I cannot wait to dive into that magnificent, magnificent conclusion. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 10, the series finale. Talk to you then.